This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Russell me, Mark. Russell me, Ian P. Donaldson. I am Andy Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best bit. It's that is absolutely the, the best better bit. Better than Triple H versus yep. uh, The Undertaker. Yeah, much better, much better. <laughs> when when they just cut for no reason to Andy Garcia, a man who, I think the last thing he was in was like The Godfather Part 3. Yeah, something that, like that. That would have been out 1990. Yeah, I, I can't remember what he's been doing. I would he's... argue, something that WWE doesn't realise, because obviously they're part of it and they mm. all know each other and they all see each other. Mm. I would argue there are... Ten people, at least, on this card, who I think are not only more famous, I think they're more, like, internationally famous than Andy Garcia. I mean, I know he's been in films, but films aren't the be and end all. No. You've been, no. You're the Undertaker. <laughs> I you know, don't know why he's there. Anyone would say, who is the Undertaker? If I said to my mum, who's the Undertaker? My mum mm. would go, oh, that is a wrestler. And I go, what does he do? He goes, I don't know, but he does something. That's definition of fame, right? <laughs> if I said to my mum, who's Andy Garcia? My mum would say, Andy who? Yeah. Right? Was he, is he ice cream? Why are we wasting? <laughs> why are we wasting WrestleMania time trying to get Andy Garcia over? As you go, who's that guy? Oh, it's Andy Garcia. <laughs> What's he done? Anyway, here's The Rock, a genuine <laughs> film star. Mental, 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 mental. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. We, are, we are having a crack through what has turned out to mm. be a surprisingly enjoyable watch, uh, this WrestleMania 28. Really has. Um, so far, I mean, absolutely out of nowhere, the Undertaker-Triple H match, absolutely setting the place on fire. Mm. And the next uh, match is... Confusing to me. I don't, I don't care who is the boss of anything. No. So uh, look, put let, it in an email. Put let, this match in an email. <laughs> tell me no. What? To do. Tell me no. Do tell e- me no lies. Do emails have a character limit? <laughs> is my because, question. Because this ring doesn't. So this is Team Johnny, which is the Miz, Mark Henry, Drew McIntyre, Jack Swagger, Dolph Ziggler, and Team Captain David Otunga. Beautiful voice. Versus Team Teddy. Kofi Kingston, Great Carly, R-Truth, Zack Ryder, Booker T and team captain Santino Morella. Hmm. Also, as standard bearer, the Bellas and Hornswoggle. Plus, Aksana the manager and Teddy Long. Plus, John Laurinaitis. That, that is... Vicky Guerrero, she mentioned. Vicky Guerrero special appearance. <laughs> <laughs> there are too many people in this match, right? Well done to the Miz, though. <laughs> well, last year's main event... Look at that. He's not even the team captain of Team Johnny. <laughs> Fucking hell. 
Um, four of the people mentioned there in the Hall of Fame, uh, Mark Henry and Booker <laughs> T, and uh, the Bellas, who make up 50% of the uh, the Hall of Fame Honestly. combatants in that. Uh, they have cancelled that Hall of Fame. So I yes, don't know if technically they're not Hall of Famers. Do they, did they get their um, uh, rings FedExed to them? No. On their wedding days? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, there is a funny thing about that, because if, if you say you're in the Hall of Fame mm. and then the Hall of Fame never takes place... It's like you it's aren't the, really the in the tree hall of falling fame. in the forest. Yeah, yeah there's no like, one there to hear. Oh, I will sleep with a rock. Rock is going to have <laughs> sex with someone, but if it doesn't happen, yeah, it, Rock is still a virgin. That's how he's going to die. We we don't we don't know now. This is a 10-man match with too many people involved. It's a classic WrestleMania smorgasbord yeah. where they just throw it all together. Everyone gets a paycheck. They will later <laughs> just begin going, let's just do a battle royale, yeah. get people on. Right. It's much central. I mean, Miz is playing second fiddle on his team to David Otunga. David Otunga, former member, came through on NXT, part of the Nexus, had a beautiful speaking voice. Yeah. Uh, was engaged and later married the Oscar winner Jennifer Hudson. Oh, really? He was in uh, Dreamgirls cool. and, and Cats. Uh, but they cats. were divorced by the time she did cats. <laughs> um, not because of cats, but uh, yeah, one of those could have been a contributing factor. Yes. A, or should I say, a contributing <laughs> factor. <laughs> um, ba- no! <laughs> a contributing character. Contributing character. Character. No. People wouldn't think that was factor. No, you look cack. What about a... Purper. What about a purper? Okay. A purpose purpose for getting divorced. A purpose for getting divorced. Repulsive. John Laurinaitis is now the... recording for so long today. I know. I'm just going to skip this matter time. There's nothing I want to say about it. Well, The best bit is where one... I don't even know who fucking says it. Why is he dressed like Colonel Sanders? And the reply is because he's in Florida. Oh, yes, that famous Florida resident, Colonel fucking Sanders. Yeah, the Florida Colonel. <laughs> but the um, John Laurinaitis again, you know, it it, it starts up. His his whole career was slightly trolling everybody because he was so uncharismatic. And you you have him in this, and and again that horrible thing where they do with, when they make people wear the blue and the red of SmackDown versus Raw. Yeah, a delineation that even now people do not see. It's only internally they see this red band versus the blue band. No one cares. You, it's it's like. McVitie's are constantly going, you know, you've got your plain digestives and your milk digestives, and, you know, one day, you know, you can buy them both. You go, mate, we, we, we watch it all. I, I, I can all get them. I, don't, I know it's your same company. They're all same McVitie's on. And just because they're different colours of things, they're fine. When all I right. saw WWE at Wembley, or wherever we went to, Wembley Arena, mm. they had... One show on. on. They put yeah. both on. But yeah. they just changed the, the ring bit, oh, the lights, because it's not LEDs. You see them as rivals. No. <laughs> don't, see the, don't see your two types of biscuit as rivals. <laughs> I see them as two types of biscuit, which I will have either of that I like. Or both or neither. Or, or both or neither. <laughs> I will not be forced into, into <laughs> memorising your specific enmity and breakdown of what biscuit is in what camp. Though, Johnny, I did hear that you made Sid Vicious jump off top rope and break his leg, so... Yeah. <laughs> I'm back on board. You are my favourite wrestler. You are my favourite wrestler. Oh, man. This, um, uh, I just, you know, and I can't, I I think this is uh, possibly after, but before some of the general manager binging computer. Right. Um, But it's only when you see John Laurinaitis, you sort of go, I would like to see more of that (laughs) bonging 
general manager. I think it must have been last year they had the... Oh, yeah, it was the Lawler match. Right, yeah, OK, so, yes. When so, you are in a match and the biggest pop is for a gargantuan Indian man <laughs> who can't move... <laughs> that's just, you know, just, yeah. just, just, just worry about your future, that's this all I'm is, saying. This is... I mean, this was... Uh, just a, a, I mean, you know, uh, look, I, I watched it three days ago, Pete, and I think yeah. I've, I've hidden quite cleverly the fact that out of everything I've watched, <laughs> I have no memory of this match other than them coming out and the Bellas no. holding a flag or doing an intro. The whole <laughs> thing was, was a disaster. Was... I'm so glad I shut down through it. I must, I must have been halfway through, and I thought I will give up three, three, however long this is of life, but I just don't want to see it. I'm... Just take me, take me forward to that point in time where it stopped. Quick maths, twenty five. Five times longer than the Sheamus Daniel Bryan match. <laughs> right, okay. Well, that's not very long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ten minutes. Ten and a half uh, minutes. They then cut to Alex Rodriguez mm. and Tori Wilson yes. uh, in the crowd. Um, they are not together anymore, but he was A-Rod. He was Alex Rodriguez, a baseball player, mm. uh, also famous for having gone out with Madonna. Oh, la la. Oh, Madonna and Tori Wilson. Um, they aren't MDNA. together anymore. <laughs> Ooh, MDNA. I hope they enjoyed a lot of MDNA together. They must. It must be odd when you sort of, and I don't, I don't think Tori Wilson's sitting there going watching loads of old WrestleManias. Right. But would she remember that there was a shot of the two of them and that sort of, when you happen mm. to sort of like pop it on, yeah. and you see yourself with a sort of like a, a partner you went out with well, you know, like, decades like, ago. It's like when I uh, load up um, late night uh, viewings of um, Absolute Radio um, Brit Award <laughs> red carpets. I mean, most of the young ladies <laughs> on the red carpet that I interview have <laughs> obviously been out with. So, you know, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. It is, I... Uh, and I, most of my producers as well. <laughs> I saw I saw someone who I didn't go out with, but is a, a girl that I know, and I haven't seen her for a long time, and I suddenly saw her in a short trailer for a very, very big TV series. Right. And I felt exactly in that moment, stupid, like you don't you don't check it. And I looked at her and I thought, oh, God, she's done really well. I'm absolutely gutted. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm no, she's just a friend. I, was, I reacted like, God, my ex has gone really, really well. You know, she, she, she's she's a really talk about a nice girl who I know. And it's a funny sort of thing. My instant innate jealousy was to go, ah, I see she's bounced back from our torrid affair. <laughs> that we never had. Absolutely mental. Um, I, I, uh, she was a, a person who used to work at the uh, members club that we used to be members of. Oh, is that uh, right? You know her as well. Okay. I'll, tell, I'll tell you what it is afterwards. But... <laughs> I just don't feel it's fair to... Fair. I, I'm still a bit jealous about it. I was going to say, like, you know, put her name out there so that she obviously wants that. She's an actress, but um, I'm not, not going to give her the satisfaction. I'm still acting like... We're, we're, a, we're I think we might be a horrible wrestling podcast. <laughs> I, I think we've always been a horrible wrestling podcast. Because <laughs> uh, wrestling <laughs> changed us. I think wrestling might have changed us, Mark. Do you know what has changed us? Is what? We are victims of our own success, and this is a real problem <laughs> because we are having to One record... Of we are having to record what twice... We've as much yes, as before. And true. during the lockdown, we are we are definitely doing a long stint. People will say it's not like doing coal mining. No. This is harder. But coal is... mining, you can you can switch off, <laughs> can't you? Stop. Switch off and tap, tap, tap. Yeah. It's like look at the coal miner's face and then look at Adrian Adonis's face. <laughs> Who looks happier in that picture? Uh, Adrian well, I think people in this business, both wrestling and podcasting, have a shorter life inspectancy. <laughs> inspectancy. <laughs> this is our nine. <laughs> right. <laughs> off we go to access. Uh, they have no British people when they do the big roundup. Right. 
right, of, yeah, no. of people. And that's not because there aren't British people there. We actually heard from a couple of people who are <clears> Patreon <throat> subscribers who were at this WrestleMania. Cool. Uh, but the WWE are learning that British people sort of tend to go, <laughs> I am jet lagged. Yeah. Oh, we came down here, we got on the fucking Canzone grip, fucking time. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> right, from the start. Um, and they also cut to a, like a flash mob that's happening. Yeah. Very much part of this sort of two year period. Era, yeah, yeah. Flash, flash mobs. mobs. They disappeared. Yeah. There's the Don't Be a Bully campaign, the golf tournament. We see Hornswoggle having to do all these bits Once and bobs. Again, he's um, always, I don't know why he's always there. There are lots more wrestlers now taking part in the golf tournament. And right. this is part of the legacy of boring men who are now superstars, where they're all, <laughs> yes. you know, clean they're living. Like, yeah, and, you know, like, yeah, yeah, hey, like, and they're all getting good pay. Yeah. And they're all, oh, maybe you should so, get your clubs. Greg the fucking Hammer Valentine on the links. (laughs) It's like he wouldn't be awake until (laughs) 6pm. They would never let him in a golf club. (laughs) It would never happen. They would say there's nothing specific in the rules about why you shouldn't be in here. But I I don't know. There's just something (laughs) about it that I'm not going to let you in. I don't know what it is. I'm not letting you in. But... These are all... Primarily look like an old lady. When <laughs> yeah. we don't it. allow ladies. look at it. I actually thought to myself, I wish these people were drinking tanks and drugs. And <laughs> have a good, have a good time. time, guys. All they're into now is golf and presumably women. And yeah. I, I just sort of go, that's everything I sort of hate. The w- just, you know, <laughs> rich young men golfing. Beautiful and, women. Yeah, and getting off beautiful with beautiful men. women. While I sit there like Jerry Lawler. <laughs> God, oh, uh, no, I, no. I'm past this, so I'm going to mock them. <laughs> um, I, You know, oh, man... There's, there's a reading challenge as well where the prize is giving these the winners ringside seats, mm. which I had a feeling that people who were involved in these sorts of like you know quite intelligent chess talk they want to see chess they don't want to go and <laughs> see wrestling and wrestling. big fat men hitting each other with chairs <laughs> you know I felt for them I thought it was an unfair prize. <laughs> uh, they also for the first time begin pushing you know they've got a presence on Twitter right okay there's a real sense of there is a bold new thing and we're all getting used to the terminology mm. you know and uh, that was something that you. You could see that photo on on Twitter uh, <laughs> with the it. hashtag. Oh no, we're, hashtags! We're, we're and hashtags. Much, and they, they it's are the new obs- AOL keyword. <laughs> they are obsessed with screenshots of tweets nice, to, yeah, to prove yeah, that yeah. this to has been this tweeted. Yeah, yeah. You know things like that. Yeah. Um, and then there's just one bit on access, which I, I they show a little clip of someone proposing to their girlfriend while <laughs> queuing sad. in the line to see CM Punk. And I mean. I I cannot. I would. You wouldn't consider it. And I, I just hope beyond hope that they cut before the woman just slapped that guy across CM the face. CM Punk just comes and just up went, and you you will do this properly. CM you, Punk you will not fires him. this. What while we're in line to see CM fucking Punk? It's rubbing it in. They fired him when he was getting married. Yeah. <laughs> Treat this with the respect <laughs> it deserves. And I'm talking about meeting CM Punk, <laughs> not the Institute of Marriage. But I just, I, it really made me feel rather yeah, than it's making you, me yeah. sort of go. This is a wonderful thing. I just thought, oh, I it's feel like when he's been pressured you, with that with the camera, and it's a it's disaster. When see, it's when you see people, uh, you know, men getting down on one knee at underwhelming concerts yeah. that anyone can attend. Yeah, it's nothing special. Yeah, no, that means nothing to you. I look at this as one. Well, I think you know, people will in television. You get that, and you go, yeah, definitely use that. Did you get it? Yeah, great. Okay, cut it up. Yeah, yeah. looks fine. Yeah, <laughs> what, what does he look like? Okay, well, nothing we can do with that. Cut straight back to the punk <laughs> just It's all that sort of thing, and it just becomes grist to a mill, and yeah. it's a special moment that... What I'm saying is don't propose to people on television. Yes. Do, do it in privacy do it. and make it. It, make it nice yes. and special. Don't um, do it at a James Blunt concert. 
No, I, I did not propose to my wife in a, in a particularly um, uh, dignified way. You were <laughs> drunk. I was, I was very drunk, yes. yes. <laughs> it's also in the middle of a meal. Um, <laughs> uh, WWE champion CM Punk versus Chris Jericho. Um, we have mm. talked about the rise of Punk uh, mm. in our Money in the Bank Patreon special. I know if you're not on the Patreon, you feel sick about constantly hearing references to it, like we're pushing you towards it. Very easy way to get rid of that. Costs eight pound a month. Um, <laughs> Um, they 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 set up a storyline between the two of them. Yep. So Jericho had also been off for a while because he'd been on Dancing with the Stars, mm. uh, taking part. He went out about the halfway stage. Um, Bruno Tonioli, the Italian uh, judge, he um, said that uh, Jericho turned into a lump of granite during one of his performances. <laughs> but pleasantly surprised Judge Len Goodman who said uh, his finesse and elegance uh, was really <laughs> impressive. Uh, he was the fifth to be eliminated, which was not even at the halfway point. Um, oh, no. So they, they brought him back, uh, and Jericho kept having sabbaticals, which he'd have, really, for much of his sort of WWE career from this point on. He'd mm. take a bit of time out to be in his band Fozzy and, you know, do tours. And mm. He'd also started doing some telly stuff, so he hosted... Um, some reality shows. Strange one here. 2006, he did the Fox Television singing reality show Celebrity Duets, Ooh. produced by Simon Cowell. Uh, he was the first contestant eliminated. <laughs> um, it says he worked at a McDonald's to show off his skills while prepping for the show. I don't quite know what that is. Um, Jericho hosted his own reality show in 2008, which was entitled Redemption Song, in which 11 women tried their hand at getting into the music scene. And uh, I don't know, he's just odd. There's a lot uh, of pictures here, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. Uh, the first one, actually, sorry, he was just a contestant in um, Celebrity Duets. He wasn't a host. And on the 26th of February 2013, he hosted a new robot com- combat competition programme <laughs> on Sci-Fi titled Robot Combat League. Um, he, he's Are done these, a lot, Jericho. Did these get out of pilot? Because these, do do, you know these sound like dev slits for, to me. There's definitely been some of his that did not make it through the whole of season one. I will always say, look, you know, it's not like he's doing small things. If you're doing no. Fox reality shows and you're doing Simon Cowell for these shows. If, you're, if you are doing a television show that runs for just one season yep. on US television, yep. that is... They tank so many pilots. They Completely. tank so much telly. So many people are in the frame for that job. Yes. It's an amazing thing to get to that. In a weird way, if he was just a presenter, you'd go, oh, pretty decent career. You know, yes. in fact, he's a wrestler and he does it. Because his wrestling career is so yeah. much bigger. You're like, oh, failed TV career. Exactly. It's only, it's... only hosting six different seasons a year. <laughs> you know, mental. Um, I love I love Sam Punk's uh, reference to uh, the, the Dancing with the Stars. Like, I've been, I've, I've spent my time swimming with sharks and you've been fucking Dancing with the Stars. Oh, that's, yeah. oh, that's so wonderful. Now, the good thing about, about, about this is they try and make it more personal. Mm. And they go in with this sort of thing where they use the punk straight edge thing where... Yeah. Jericho is constantly going, your father was a drug addict. Which is actually true. Right? An alcoholic. Like, alcoholic sorry, your yeah. sister has substance abuse issues. <laughs> so, um, like, are you like going, hey, yeah, all right, mate. But, uh. I don't, I don't, uh, you know, and I, 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 he's trying to sort of go, you're a hypocrite for not being that. <laughs> yeah, why are you like your family? Why are you letting the side down yeah. by like, not killing yourself with booze and drugs? At the last minute, John Laurinaitis <laughs> walks in just before the match and says, by the way, uh, Punk, if you get disqualified with your hot temper, you lose the title, <laughs> right? So it's, they've set that up. So you go, go okay, so there, someone's gone, there's a logic flaw here. Yes. Why is Jericho doing this stuff about his family? Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. And they've gone, right, DQ, fine. Okay, <laughs> that's taken care of that. What's interesting in this is they were going to do a thing where they said, we want to make it really, really personal mm. about substance abuse. And Jericho proposed the idea 
that he would tattoo his initials somewhere on punk uh, in a in a thing sort of sort of go it's a badge of dishonor right that, you know that I owned you I don't know how this ties in with substance abuse but <laughs> somehow someone was thinking it did. Um, CM Punk said, yeah, I quite like that idea. And they, <laughs> he offered to fly in his regular tattoo artist so that Jericho would be taught the basic way to ink someone. So the idea right. was that Jericho would knock him down and then he'd actually physically tattoo him right. before WrestleMania. Um, the idea was nixed uh, a month before WrestleMania when Jericho was told Vince McMahon had rejected the idea. Um, his reasoning was he didn't want Punk to end up bleeding on the show uh, during the procedure because they were in the PG era. And he didn't want to take oh, the risk really? of having blood on uh, live TV. I mean, it's so, a very small amount of blood, unless he's still unless blood. You, unless you uh, doesn't matter. It's a cap did, full or a barrel full. <laughs> I did. I did bleed uh, on one of my tattoos uh, simply because I was very hungover and <laughs> alcohol thins the blood. Ah. Which, of course, CM Punk would have the thickest blood of all. He wouldn't he? <laughs> and, unless he was uh, running the jeans. <laughs> I don't know how that works. It's um, a really good video they put together, and it's, uh, there's there's a couple of lines that out of context made me laugh where it's just punk going I'm not a bastard I'm the best wrestler in the world (laughs) that thing about illegitimacy yes I see you were born out of wedlock maybe that was a Game of Thrones thing because that was a big trope on the first season wasn't it like Jon Snow you bastard sort of thing it was a funny thing watching that because I was thinking maybe like in the I don't know when's the last time the late 70s where Mm. someone went you're a bastard (laughs) yeah it was like it was when it was the schoolyard wasn't it yeah like the 80s but I think but also the reasons for Jon Cena technically being a bastard is like something like they, CM Punk, yeah. Sorry, CM Punk being... being, being, uh, being uh, Freudian uh, slip. Jesus Christ. Uh, CM Punk being, uh, being a bastard is that he he was born before, like a month before they they, they got married or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I mean, you know... Is that, I thought bastards like you just didn't... You, your dad wasn't around or something. I don't know. No, like, no, I it's, like, it's you the parents aren't legally married. Jesus I mean, Christ. Look, is that all it? If, if that's true, Jericho has a point. CM Punk's a <laughs> bastard. bastard. Absolute bastard. But it just seems like, I don't know, to a man who's like, you know, again, again, Jericho is a rock star. Mm. CM Punk is into the hardcore scene. The two of them getting upset where one of them goes, You're, you were born time-wise illegitimately. And the other one goes, please stop. You know, I don't quite see why you're going to be so upset it's about like it. It's the Sex Pistols argument. Who did that spit on that floor? <laughs> um, Punk comes out at WrestleMania as champion with Pyro, just as he would have hoped when he did his pipe bomb promo. Mm. That would have been everything he'd ever wanted. <laughs> I mean, the best thing about that, he talks at one point about getting ice cream bars, and they did bring back the ice cream bars. I mean, cool. you know, that is everything Punk wanted. You can see it this <laughs> WrestleMania. Um, again, it's that funny thing about Jericho comes out, and I've often found Jericho in the past a little bit distracting where he can be a bit muggy mm. he can be a bit you know and he sort of comes out and goes oh you people shut up blah, 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 and he <laughs> wags his finger and stuff <laughs> and in this he's just just great he mm. comes out and he's arrogant and he's confident and composed and he's becoming the elder statesman that is I think the best part of his career yeah. you know he's really really good here he's just comes out superior mm. and the matches that he have have a level of sort of intensity and drama that you know he he just it, it, it's so good, this period of Jericho. I mm. really, really enjoy it. Um, and Punk in this as well is really, really good. You, you, you're you, so used to thinking of Punk as this iconoclast and he did that great pipe bomb promo and you forget actually how good he is in the ring. Yeah. And this match is really, really good. I really, really enjoyed it. Everything about it was just great, you know. it's It's not, it doesn't set the world on fire, this one, but... It's all good. Yeah, it's a really, really solid match, and and, mm. and 
we've seen quite a, a lot of decent wrestling in in, in this uh, in this wrestling. Really episode. have you know? But, and, and to be honest, because obviously we were caught in batches, and, and uh, we watched um, the uh, money in the back, the money in the back with uh, CM Punk and all that stuff. So. so I've I've experienced a lot of CM yeah. Punk. It's, it's blurring into one as well. I mean that is <laughs> that is the problem uh, doing this in batches. But, but I'm saying but I'm saying that I've really enjoyed I've really enjoyed that uh, particular narrative. I, re- yeah. I really I really uh, connect you, with that character. You forget as well how authentic he seems within this whole WrestleMania. Yes, he just seems like you know someone that you immediately when he comes out. And this was part of his appeal. Immediately when he came out, you went. It's a bit like Jeff Hardy. You go, he's different from everyone else, mm. and there's something honest about him yeah. that some of the others lack. Yeah. He doesn't seem like he's playing a character. He seems real, mm. 100% real. And he's good in this. You know, he's Once he gets into the ring and he's wrestling, they have quite a long match. It's not a hugely flashy match. Mm. And he ends up with the uh, Anaconda Vice, which is his um, you know, uh, submission move. And he gets a bigger reaction doing a very similar set to Undertaker last year, who did Hell's Gate. Punk gets a much bigger reaction when Jericho taps. Now, there's 80,000 people in the stadium. It's bigger. The, the night itself has been building and building, and they are a hot crowd. But it's, I don't know, it's a good end section that not everyone could have done mm. and kept the crowd with them. And I just really, really enjoyed this. I think, you know, there's a really horrible revisionism where you begin going, CM Punk was overrated. Mm. You know, he never moved the needle. He never did this, that, the other. There's a lot of things he didn't do, but when you actually see him in the ring, you go, God, he's actually really, he's a good, he's a really good wrestler. Yeah. And he's a really good wrestler that so far doing this, I think we've yet to see one bad match he's been in. No, completely agree. Completely agree. But do check out the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling me. We're going through all of CM Punk's bad matches. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just think it's really important because it, it was such a good education for me uh, going into watching this WrestleMania, uh, with the, where it sort of came from, you're, and where, you're, you're the, where getting the pipe to, bomb stuff came from. You're certainly getting to the point where there are occasionally going to be pay-per-views that you need the story of really to understand how yeah. we've got to this WrestleMania. WrestleMania used to be about going, we have two matches and then we throw everyone else on the card. Mm. Now, everything comes with a bloody backstory yes. you know I mean that's why that's why this podcast is so much less enjoyable than it was <laughs> when we started <laughs> joke um, because how can I say that when the next segment is the break between the world title and the main event matches yes. um, uh, we needed this <laughs> one, and do you know what we came so close to not getting it this is Brodus Clay coming out to do uh, a somebody call my mama eight minutes how how did I forget this existed? <laughs> I, had, I have seen this before and I, and I have never once thought of it when I've been... Uh, it's, uh, the, the, before the main event of WrestleMania, of course, they did a natural, an eight-minute section about yes. somebody called my mama. <laughs> of course they did! How did I not remember? Oh... Uh, out comes Brodus Clay. This almost <laughs> didn't happen. So Vince McMahon is pushing Brodus Clay at the minute. They've tried to do a thing where he's coming in as a bad guy. For some reason, they do a big swerve mm. and he comes in as a comedy dance character <laughs> with the Funkadactyls, <laughs> Naomi and Cameron. Um, but the, uh, the show is running long. Right. And so they said uh, Brodus Clay was out the back with the dancers, uh, the uh, Somebody Call My Mama dancers, uh, a.k.a. the Bridge Club and Mama Clay. Yeah. And they, he was told at the gorilla position they weren't going to do it, they're going to have to carry straight on with the main event. Right. Uh, John Cena was told about this, and uh, he told Billy Kidman and Michael Hayes, who were the two uh, agents running the gorilla position, he said, ah, he said, I've got to go to the bathroom, so I can't go straight on. And Kidman and Hayes said, well, how long are you going to take? And John Cena looked at Brodus Clay and said, how long does your segment last? And Brodus Clay said, it's eight minutes. 
Cena said, I'll be back in eight minutes. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. And that allowed Brodus to do his thing. People are like, why, why did that happen? Why was John Cena? Was, was that really nice? Or did John Cena just go, I need at least eight minutes in the bathroom? I don't know. <laughs> so it but, makes me think about what he was doing in the bathroom more. I know. Like, goodness me. Man, out they come out. And I just thought to me, this was like, I was like, this is like a second secret main event that I had no idea was coming. Um, out comes Brodus Clay looking <laughs> Like um, Tom Davis from uh, Welcome to Successville. Okay, he's sort yeah. of like like he's a character from a from a British sitcom where one of the big lads plays a sort of like Ali G character essentially. Yeah, um, he says, "Everybody, get their phone. We're going to call somebody, and not just anybody. We're going to call our mamas." Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice to see Brodus using his phone for something other than harassing a yeah. co-worker. Don't uh, harass him on. Instead, he he gets his mama. That's his mama. Uh, and no reaction from the crowd when he actually no. does it. They laugh at seeing a guy who's on his phone, <laughs> like he's calling his mama. But when he goes, mama, mama Clay, he's got sort of a little voice for a big man. It's yes. a funny sort of thing. And... Uh, out comes his mama. He's, you're here, mama? You're here? You're here at WrestleMania, mama? With the bridge club, mama? It's a, it does sound a bit like mice and men, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to see Christmas, ain't I, mama? <laughs> um, and uh, out come uh, 30 dancing mama clays. Um, just amazing. Of all of the things that have been mined by the bootleg merchandise industry, you know, I've seen, I've seen enamel pins of everything. I have yet to see a Mama Clay 30-strong pin badge. <laughs> like a necklace. You could have one on like a, like a big pearl necklace. Absolutely magic. Um, I, I mean, I really enjoyed this. It was appallingly shit, but I loved every second of it. Um, I just, I couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. And, I, and I find myself thinking, if I... If I could possibly, if someone said, you know, this WrestleMania, you get to choose which sort of thing, which 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 silly gimmick we can bring back for that funny little section, we'd be doing somebody call my mama with Ernest the Cat Miller in exactly the same way, and then everyone who's used the music since Ernest the Cat Miller, so Brodus Clay would be back, and then I, I believe um, one of the New Day, Xavier um, yeah. Woods, I believe he actually briefly used it in NXT, so he'd also have to come out to do this. All I want is dancing mamas. He's briefly used a, a few things that don't belong to him. <laughs> Let's get on to the biggest main event in the history of WrestleMania. Uh, it's The Rock so, versus John was, Cena. I was so misogynistic, but it was so in my head. <laughs> Look, there are certain things that you I can't think belong we do. to. You have to. Do you know what? It's that funny thing. If, if it it's, was in the eighties or in the early nineties, like, I know we, we belonging. Do, do you know it can't the, belong, but it just you know they're too young, aren't they? It's, they're it's, too young. Do you know what it's like? Because it's now the problem is you see back then that everyone's now forty or dead, so it's great. But when we're when we're making junk about people who are younger than us it makes us seem <laughs> mad it's like two creepy old Statler and Waldorfs I mean that is that is our style very much so. Look, it's what we do you, off air you used to be the naughty one <laughs> I've yeah. been naughtier than ever <laughs> we started at 12pm and it's now 17.53 I know this is a six hour record guys so suck it we've got one suck match it. to get oh, suck God, it you're really doing the motion suck there suck it <laughs> here we go once in a lifetime <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is one of those matches as well that relies entirely on being there at this time. Yes. There's a funny thing about people making comebacks. When they make comebacks, the comeback is the most exciting part of it. The day after the comeback, the comeback story is no longer going to get the same emotions. In. Right. Yes. So I find, if you were here for the return of The Rock mm. after seven years, yeah. the last WrestleMania he's done was WrestleMania 20. Mm. Uh, he's in the match with Mick Foley against Evolution, uh, Batista, Randy Orton and Ric Flair, and his team lose. Yeah. Um, he's had one match since then at the Survivor Series where he's shown that even after seven years, he is still in shape. What's he been doing in those seven years? He has been becoming a legitimate box office sensation. Mm. Um, He's returned as he's on the verge of having one of the biggest careers in Hollywood. Um, Since he's left, he has done uh, the films The Gridiron Gang, 
because considering when he was in WWE, he was making films like The Scorpion King. And yeah, yeah, he yeah. was, you know, Welcome to the Jungle. He was still sort of, you know, flitting in and out. By the time he leaves in 2004, he does Gridiron Gang, The Game Plan, Get Smart. And Get Smart didn't do very well, but his performance was singled out for special praise. Mm. And he's in that alongside Steve Carell. And this was a, another one of those times where Rock is in a supporting role and gets all of the sort of credible reviews mm. for a film. It happened to him when he did Be Cool, which was based on an Elmore James or Elmore Leonard, I always forget which is which, um, book, um, which had happened before when he was in WWE. He then goes to make The Tooth Fairy, The Other Guys, yes. which is another key sort of film for him, where he's, again, the most charismatic thing in a film which has got three already established A-list Hollywood <laughs> stars in. Um, and in 2011, he has made Fast and Furious 5. Yeah. And that is the thing that will chuck him into the, uh, I mean, a field of one. But but and that's the thing the, the the films that you sort of mentioned I mean up until the Fast and Furious and 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 the other one you mentioned that you wouldn't sort of go oh wow yeah really cool films but his hit his work rate yeah. during that time knowing full well yep. he has to get over and he works and he works and he works and he works he he becomes a sensation because he's just everywhere yep. he's the he's a charismatic hard working motherfucker and he will do. Any interview, and he'll talk to he anyone, will. and he is everywhere, and he never gets boring, and he never gets dull because he's the Rock, yeah. and he, he will never lose. Exactly that. Now, the other thing he does, of course, with these that you can see is he does family, he does comedy, mm. he does cameos in sort of spice. He begins to show that he's got a bit of action chops. Yeah, he's doing comedy roles. He's doing you know everything that you can throw at him. Mm. And so what he becomes is he becomes really like you know an action star like from the eighties, where he's actually capable of delivering a line. Mm. He's not Jason. Name, um, you know, <laughs> it's not Vin Diesel. You know, I know they, they obviously have their most Vin Diesel, obviously very good as Groot. If you can call that acting, it's making one noise. Vin, um, Vin Diesel uh, doesn't Vin Diesel and the Rock they don't get on. Vin Diesel hates the I Rock. I believe they have a falling out. Yes, yeah. that's right. And and, uh, the big franchise together. Yes, that's true. I think it's because there was a spin-off, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. think that's where. Oh, I, I have. I've got to confess. <laughs> I have only seen little bits of a Fast and Furious film. I wouldn't know what number it was. No. And it, it all seems a bit silly to me. <laughs> well, it is very silly. And but it's supposed every to be. person who uh, knows about film, they all say to a man or woman that uh, they are incredibly fun. Yes. So just watch them. Good. There you go. Suck them down. That's the person that John like is facing in this ring here. <laughs> and you have to remember, he's left wrestling. Yes. We've lost him. Mm. We lost him to Hollywood. Yeah. He's now at that level where he's doing Fast and Furious 5. You didn't, you didn't re-sign that contract. You it, forgot the, the, we ran forgot out. the contract. You're we forget manage, contracts. You know what we're like. We forget contracts. <laughs> we forgot punks. We forgot rocks. Maybe we'll forget yours. <laughs> but, Maybe we'll, we'll remember yours during furloughing. Yeah. Um, uh, have we forgotten your contract? Do you renew it? No. No, we haven't, we haven't forgotten it. We just simply are not contacting you. <laughs> um, what you get is is when you don't have that sense of oh my god we thought he'd never return yeah and he's returning when you know he's returned that is lost <laughs> but in the build up to this it was fucking thrilling yeah there were apparently people on rock side and this happens every time like with mickey rourke for example the traditional uh, uh um agent who is working for them in the film thing will yep. say 
please don't, don't do this wrestling thing. Yeah. What if you get hurt? What if you need uh, six months of surgery on a knee and then yeah. you can't do this and you can't do that? So there's always that sense. Now, Rock is different in, insofar as he comes from a wrestling family. He's been in wrestling all of his life. He's not like someone like Mickey Rourke coming in, who is likely to get hurt. Rock is going to know what to do in a ring. And, and, but, and, and also, I think with Rock, he, he, he sort of admitted that when he first started doing films, he was given so much, like, just shitty advice. Don't do this project. Don't do this yeah. project. You've got to slim down. You can't be this gig- gigantic muscle man. Do this, do that. And and I think after a while, he sort of went, I'll just go with my fucking instincts and do every job that fucking comes my yeah. way. Yeah. Which is why which is why you see Dave Batista do it. I was watching a, like, a bit drunk last such, night after a few weeks. Such watching, similar, similar trajectories. Similar tra- well, similar trajectories, like, Batista isn't quite there as an actor and he's not quite as charismatic but he is doing this he is just working and he will take any role because yep. he understands what work it gets you yeah absolutely it's one of the things that i actually if i've taken one thing from rock and batista i've mm. gone oh there is a way of doing it you have to be really dedicated you have to have a lot of like you know you have to make yourself in look as good as you can yeah and you have to work solidly at something for years and years and years <laughs> and i look at it now and i just go Ah, oh, missed that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's gone. Alan, Alan Rickman started when, uh, you, when you were your now, age. So. I see now what <laughs> I should have done. Have done. Applied <laughs> myself. But yeah, but when Rock comes back, and this is the reason why this is the, the biggest pay-per-view in wrestling history. Mm. I mean, this is the biggest WrestleMania pay-per-view success of all time. Yeah. And it's solely because after seven years, one of the most charismatic performers is not only coming back, but he's coming back as a Hollywood star. Mm. And that is a... I mean, what a fuck you from The Rock. To, you know, you have that thing where you leave and you go, well, do you know what? Maybe I'll be back one day and maybe maybe I'll be at the top of this whole bloody thing, you know? <laughs> and they go, oh, yeah, well, good luck. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> and off he goes and he comes back and he goes, yeah, I'll do it now. Hello. I'll do it now. <laughs> By the way, may I see uh, how much money you're... <laughs> Very, no, no, That's no. That's going to need a few more zeros. Yes, this will not do at all. <laughs> um, but... I mean, look, during the feud, Cena is really, really good in this. You know, he what they play up is they play at the fact that they sort of go, you've abandoned all these wrestling fans who made you yeah. um, to go to Hollywood. Mm. And Cena did some good promos uh, where he would uh, criticise The Rock for going, you can't just come back in here, you know. You, you know, We're here entertaining the people day in, day out. Yeah. And this is something that CM Punk felt legitimately was unfair, that yes. Rock would be parachuted into WrestleMania main events when he was there working all year. Mm. Um, last year, John Cena did an interview with Sports Illustrated where he fucking he talked about his regrets... Oh no, not his regrets. And his, he regretted his he regretted his approach to the feud that he had with Rock. Right. He said um basically there were some mild like promos and some stuff that he gave out and the thing where he was like he's a part-timer, he comes back but he doesn't realize, you know, that that you know when he goes we've got to carry on, all mm. that sort of stuff. Yeah. It was stupid of me. It genuinely was. <laughs> That was my perspective at the time. When you're involved in the daily grind of WWE, I just love it. I don't need to say that or have anyone question my allegiance to a brand, not the sport of professional wrestling. I love the WWE. For me to not be able to see Dwayne's vision on what he wanted to do personally (laughs) and how his personal success could affect a growing global brand, that was just ignorant on my part. I was completely wrong in the approach that I took. It was one-sided and selfish, and I'm glad the way it worked out, but I apologise. 
for not being able to see his side of the fence. He sounds, he sounds like a chocolate company apologising for some he? racist tweets. He, he basically says, where have you been? You've been in Hollywood. <laughs> You've been in Hollywood making movies while we've been here doing the grind. <laughs> and you go, I would like to apologise. I know that must have cut you to the quick. The thing is, it's sometimes in wrestling promos you go too far. You it's, go it's, too like far. When, it's like when I think um, uh, when Stone Cold Steve Austin does his podcast, mm. every single person who comes on seems to sort of go, do you remember when we were in Germany? You were you gave me some really stiff fucking outback handers. And he goes, oh, sorry about that. I, uh, <laughs> and, he, and he goes, uh, and then and then Taker comes on and he's having a chat and he goes, uh, Taker was going, yep, you uh, really beat the shit out of me in Germany. And he goes, uh, but uh, and, and but um, Strong goes, the officer does sort of go, I'm really sorry about that, Taker. Sometimes yeah. you know I just got excited and I, I give you a few stiff right handers and he was going, mate. When I was casting those checks, it didn't hurt. You know All what I mean? So it's just like, this is that thing about the thing about like, like Cena and Rock. I, I sort of have that thing of just going, Cena is slightly fucking arrogant to think that The Rock is going to be, A, after all this time, going, yeah, that really did actually upset me that you, that you basically mocked me for coming back to wrestling when I was having a huge film career. Going through you my, know. going through Kfib new, like, yeah, like, absolutely. And then the second thing is, Rock must be sitting there going, what's he said? <laughs> what, what does he expect me to do? Do you, do you want me to ring him up? And just sort of go, hey, mate, yeah, and I appreciate that. What number uh, do I use? The character for John Cena or John Cena? <laughs> it's mental. Um, Cena, of course, has done the same thing now as The Rock, where he yeah. has a, I mean, a, a, you know, a different film career, but he's certainly, you know, beginning to move in that direction. Mm. And he's certainly been in some decent films like Bridesmaid. I'm not thinking of, um, not Bridesmaid, what's the one? Blockers. Uh, Trainwreck, is it yes, called? The Amy Schumer yeah. one? Yeah. Um, I tried to remember that name on a previous podcast and I couldn't remember and I thought of it and I thought I'd lost it again I'm absolutely <laughs> going to burst into tears but the um you know Cena has has got a movie career going on now he's now dipping out of wrestling mm. and I think there's a funny thing in that uh, in that apology which is also it's from earlier this year I think in February it's, 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 it's him Hollywood. basically it's saying Hollywood isn't it it's, it's I understand now being a film star <laughs> That yes. um, some of the things I may have said when I was merely a wrestler, <laughs> and uh, I mean, you know, it, that WrestleMania made sixty nine million dollars. Do you think the, the, the Rock is like really? Mm. I'm really upset. You call me a part timer when I've actually been here twice this year. Well, he's uh, <laughs> John Cena, I believe, is in the new Fast and Furious film. So is he? Yeah, I think he Blimey. is. I think I watched the trailer. I don't know why I watched the trailer. I've not watched any Fast and Furious films. <laughs> I, I think you know. But I, I saw I'm, John Cena. And I'm I, like, oh. Look, I was about to say I'm not a snob for culture. Of course, I'm fucking not. I do a wrestling podcast, <laughs> but. I am actually going to suggest that, that we uh, each watch the Fast and Furious films. Yes. Just because I feel like it's a gap that is snooty and snobby, and I think we'll be better people for having watched them than we are for not. Yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, he's in F9. He is a, yeah, so he's a, a really skilled assassin. Again, military. <sighs> Fucking military, John. Such a lie. Leave he, it behind, got, mate. Why am I ripe for this part? Well, <laughs> um, I mean, simply go through uh, the US Marine Corps. The, <laughs> can you pass me those, Sergeant Slaughter? Yeah! <laughs> it's a big scam. Um, the, the match itself, it opens with a Shakespearean quote. I love mm. it that they're going, this is so stupidly Important, big. Lofty, yeah, yeah. It then cuts to Cena doing an interview while he's on his bus. See, there's magic bus. Think of all the divas <laughs> on the bus. And it's rattling down the road. Clear he hasn't. He doesn't even have the spare time to stop to do an interview. They're just like, get him to the next place where he'll wrestle and he'll do a promo. Out they go. They have a really good bit where WrestleMania, uh, the importance of it is talked about by the superstars in here. Mm. And they then begin sort of talking about, you know, Cena and and and, uh, and the, the Rock, you know, just sort of talking about the match and the importance. And it was a really nicely done bit. I think this is, 
is there's a sense of normally that would be at the start of WrestleMania, mm. but I think there's a certain understanding that this match will be clipped and shared, and you know it will find its way onto YouTube. So you might as well make it the whole package, <laughs> and make your thing seem noble and sort of yeah. really impressive. Um, they uh, there was a little bit in the actual sort of recap video they do where they have the the kid vid, uh, photos which are great. They mm. play we are, we were young, we are young by fun, fun yeah, yeah, with Janelle Monae, isn't it that yeah. one? You know, we are Crack young. Cracking song. Very much of its time. Yeah. It's six months old by the time it hits WrestleMania. And that is a good short period for mm. WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. beginning to get a bit hipper with On the music. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, then, of course, I mean, there's a nice little sign in the video that someone's holding up. And it's just in between when Rock and Cena look at each other, when they've, si- uh, they've shaken hands a year before mm. to say, we will do this at WrestleMania 28. Um a year's build. As we mentioned on the first one, this was, you know, a three-year plan that had been put in. Um, but the as they shake hands and then they meet heads in that iconic shot, someone's got a little sign down beneath and it says, less trending, more wrestling. <laughs> and I thought of all the signs you see. Normally it's purple-ackey, nonce, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Seeing that one, I was like, Jesus Christ, they're pushing that Twitter and they must be obsessed with number one trending. Yeah. Just seeing that little thing in an iconic picture, <laughs> less trending, more wrestling. That you, you could nail over the headquarters of any wrestling <laughs> organisation. Less, less trending, more wrestling. Very enjoyable. Um, I mean, The Rock at this point is ridiculous ridiculously handsome he's like a super <laughs> John Cena funny thing about John Cena right his head is a funny colour <laughs> <laughs> so his body is normal flesh colour yeah his head is a little bit grey like yeah, like that, his yeah. head's a bit dead <laughs> he's got slightly a he's slightly got dead head robot. the rest of the body is fine yeah it's carrying on yeah but the head is dead. 40% dead. You <laughs> starting to necrotise. As, as it goes on longer and the blood is obviously pumping around the body, it's got no interest in the head. So it does <laughs> go weirder colour as it goes on. It's very much paler than, and bluer than the rest of his it's body. Not, look, he's been playing the sniper. Uh, he's been playing like the... the, the he's just gone camouflage. He's, just, he's blending into but, the cement but, surroundings. Yeah. It takes place at the White Cliffs of Dover. <laughs> um, they, they introduce them first so that they each have people come out to bring them in yeah um sean diddy coombs comes out um uh, music mogul entrepreneur and fashion icon his people have been back and forth please with what put he's gonna entrepreneur be done. in please um, put entrepreneur in. he gets booed rightly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out and goes miami wrestlemania miami wrestlemania <laughs> like, Idiot. anyway he brings out something i cannot work out how I, I listened again and again and the words wouldn't go in the closest i could get was e-s-t-x to see Right, with Scarlet Grey. Oh, M G K. It's um, like Elon Musk's kid. With, <laughs> it's just a collection of purposely assholey obtuseness. Were they the thin people? Yes. yes. Yeah, and they come out on that stage like two kids being taken back to a shop by their mum because they nicked some sweets <laughs> and they're going to give them back an apology. They absolutely shakes out. And they do a song which, incredibly, from how they looked and what their name was, I knew. I was like, oh, yeah, I know that song. Um, a, a female singer who looked like Becky Lynch. That guy has got that American sort of thing that, that certainly in this period, about 2010 onwards, mm. is, is coming in, which is... They have a baseball cap. Yep. They are so thin, they have they look like a skull. They've got a wife beater and they have like just no muscle at all. They're just whip thin men. Slightly 
I mean, what we'd call a streak of piss back in the day. Yeah, 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 streak yeah, of piss, yeah. man. Also, echoes of Slenderman to me. <laughs> it's a bit of a spooker. Yeah, and they they do uh, sort of. Uh, I completely forgot about this spooker. bit. To be fair, <laughs> it's seen as music plays. The guy does a, a he puts in a a funny little um, uh, wrestling promo where he starts going, "I cannot be beaten." Uh, where I come from, he names the, the neighborhood. I cannot be beaten. And John Cena is an underdog. Cannot be beaten. And the crowd just boo the fuck out of it. Um, I, I mean, this is this comes back to what we talked about at the start. The biggest booing I think you'll ever see in your life. Yes, it's just a. Yeah. Astonishing. The other thing that happens is when this music hits, I sort of go, that is actually a better song than most pop hits and most <laughs> music you hear. You can underestimate how good wrestling music is and the, 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 the purpose it fulfills. Yeah. But when it goes, burn, burn, you, you, the booing starts. You're just like, that is the perfect piece of music for this. It's the same when you hear The Rock saying, yeah. Rock says, and poof, off it yeah. goes, you know. It's, um, uh, you then get Flow Rider playing in The Rock. So Cena has to presumably stand in the ring and just watch two Flow Rider songs, like a weird, <laughs> weird VIP section. There's a bit right at the start where he goes up to an old woman and he hands her something. He's and still I was... can't see because of a palm tree. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't even pay for this. Fruit, I can't complain. Um, he, um, he gives her an old minutes. woman something and it looks like he's giving her a wrap of coat. He isn't. <laughs> it's not that. But I couldn't work out what he was giving her. And they don't identify who she is. Right. So I was like, I don't, is that his mum? I don't know. <laughs> so I have a feeling it might be... Only because I watched the Royal Rumble, it might be the widow of a of a former wrestler. Right. Okay. But uh, wasn't one what, of the clear, what, what, what are you giving? Wasn't Broadus Clay's mum? Was <laughs> Broadus Clay's mum? And certainly didn't even need coke. She was having a good, good time. time. I don't need drugs to get me up. <laughs> um, she was annoyingly played by a, a very young woman with an artificial bottom. <laughs> <laughs> There's a phrase that you naturally would come across in artificial in life. bottom. Artificial bottom. Um, what's the Flow Rider songs um, they are good feeling and wild ones yes they were like hits perform his hits good for it and I was like hits oh, <laughs> shit and the first one started and I was like oh I know this yeah and then the second one came out I was like oh I know this yeah yeah, yeah. Um, they do boo him when he comes out <laughs> I'm seeing a slight pattern yeah an underlying <laughs> pattern <laughs> shall we say and, uh... um, but out he comes with his, with his uh, guns out Making the best of it. Um, he looked good. He was in, <laughs> he's in good news. He's a mus- muscly boy. Yeah. And there was a line in one of them uh, where they were, I think it's wild ones. I think the line was, I want to shut down the club with you. Um, and I thought, what would you have to do to shut down the club? <laughs> it would be a health code violation. You, you just say, say to someone, I think I can smell gas. Ask, <laughs> ask, ask Mark Henry. He eats in a lot of strip clubs. <laughs> if Mark Henry arrives to close down the club, close he's going to eat out of house and hall. <laughs> he he doesn't pay drink. for it. He'll, he'll pay, pay for it. For it. It's the best days you'll ever have. <laughs> Open up a second branch. <laughs> so, um, the, uh, the woman who sings, I think, Wild Ones, she also looks like a glow wrestler, which is a lady wrestler from yeah. the 80s. Uh, I, I don't think that's intentional. No. I think she's like, I'm cool, and then you sort of go, how is it that everywhere else I'm cool? But when I come to wrestling, the least cool thing, I suddenly look dated and a bit sort of hack. Weird. Um, and out comes The Rock. And the thing that really strikes you about The Rock is, how is The Rock, a professional wrestler, mm. a thousand times cooler than Puffy Coombs, Flo Rider, <laughs> all of the musicians we've seen? Yeah. The man has just got presence beyond belief. Mm. Who is the superstar? Show someone who's, you know, a, a Romanian granddad, you drag him in and go, I'm yeah. going to show you these four people. You tell me who the biggest star is. Yeah. 
he's going to go, well, he's, 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 he's last mean. Lasty. You know, it's, yeah. He is, lasty. he is the king. The, the others are merely page boys. You go, yes, exactly, exactly the point I was trying to prove. Um, thank you, Romania, Grandad. Thank you for breaking the lockdown. I appreciate that. <laughs> May I go? You can do what you like, mate. And just, just, just look we're done now. We're done. And the roar when the bell goes is just exciting. Mm. They do a shot at one point of the stadium, just, you know, the whole thing yeah. from above. And it's so many people mm. watching that one match and so many people excited about that single match. I think, you know, the, this period, because as a whole, this is not a great thrilling time for wrestling. It's a bit of a transitory sort mm. of period and it's a bit bland and it's not thrilling and there aren't really exciting big things happening. You forget about it. But this match actually... This is a proper main event. This oh, it is a did, proper WrestleMania It definitely delivers. And, and moment. S- and Cena kind of, within the confines of a less naughty WWE product, is a little bit naughty. He is. He's a bit naughty in this. He is. There's... And it's like, who am I? who's the heel here? Th- <laughs> that's very I mean? true. Well, he does the, the classic thing, I think, of, you know, because he is booed out of the building, mm. everyone wants to see The Rock win. Yeah. So even though he's not going to heal it up, yeah. like, you know, in a run, what he's going to do is he's just going to... Change that so if they want to hate him, he'll give them something to hate. Yeah, magic. Yeah, this match itself is, I think, you know, without the crowd and without the special occasion and without the build up, it's okay. I mean, there are some long sections, some slow sections, Mm. there's a lot of rest holds, there's a lot of the thing I hate most, which is both wrestlers lying on their backs, looking up at the sky, (laughs) and presumably just wanting to get the crowd doing rhythmic (laughs) clapping, you know. Uh, Nowadays, they tend to do that for the pause for them to go, this is awesome, you know, which is just a, a bit sort of Pavlov's dog. But there is quite a lot of gapping in this where, mm. where whether that's, you know, I mean, Jesus Christ, Rock hasn't, has done one match in the last seven years. Yeah. And here he is in the main event of WrestleMania. He, when it ends, you can see he, he cannot change his face because he's so exhausted. <laughs> he can't change into a smile and he's just going, <gasps> and they go, it's the Rock. And he looks <gasps> like that. And the Rock should be going, <laughs> you know, and, and pouting and, you know, and, and, looking at women um, and, and instead he's just like I am fixed I would love to be able to change my face I am unable to do so John um, can you lend me a bus to get to back to my own I, I can't drive yeah he mentioned that years later there's, there's a, a point where um, John Cena does a, uh, a leg drop off the top while the rock is sort of half mm. bent over and uh, rock said um, I, I actually tore my hamstring during the middle of this match. Yeah. And um, I uh, I didn't tell anyone about it. And people have often said, oh, he's just trying to make it sound more impressive and everything. Um, but I, I did watch it back. And if he didn't put, break his hamstring on that, I mean, he does fold over and his leg jams in the floor and it doesn't get enough. He can't move it. So yeah. he bends over and his leg stays stuck. And it really, if he didn't it break looks, his hamstring, it looks exactly like the sort of thing you would break your hamstring doing. It really does. And with a hamstring, like, you can't do any running after that. You just, you, you no. have to change your entire no. style. He spends, you can see as, he, as it happens, he sort of gets up and he's a bit like, oh, fuck. But then he does, does go through it all. Yeah. They were saying it was a, a, a partial tear. Yeah. Uh, if he'd have torn it, he basically would have been out for six months 
and he wouldn't have been able to do, I think, the next two films he was in. Right. I don't think that would have affected Fast and Furious. He would still <laughs> be the famous rock. He could, he could still drive a car. I believe like he was a, uh, in a film called Pain and Gain, and had he torn his hamstring, he would not have been able to film his bodybuilder role in that. <laughs> I don't think it's a great loss to <laughs> civilization. Do I do leg day? No, that's true. Like but it really does get jammed. It goes uh, like that. Uh, Cena gets a scratch on his face as well, which is always annoying when wrestlers get something you know unusual on their face because it always just looks like jam. <laughs> it's really strange. <laughs> jam. Horrible. Um, and it ends pretty quickly, this. Mm. you know, there's a, there's a funny thing Cena starts doing when he's talking to the camera at the start when he comes down, when everyone boos him. He talks to the camera at the start as if you're my only friend. Mm. Um, and it's he's got a bit reliant on that. But there's a bit where he does the finishing move, the attitude adjustment. And out of, in the whole thing, he takes himself out of the match to look down the hard camera to face it and go, Aah! like he's doing his big moment. Mm. And it slightly took me out where I was like, stop being such a fucking jobs work. Make it like you're enjoying being in the match and don't go, I must now give an iconic shot yeah. to, uh, you know, just fucking he's do it. Anyway, he does it, he gets a two count, and the end happens fairly quickly. Mm. And it's slightly difficult to tell whether the end happens the way it does because The Rock is like, I am <laughs> done, I am done here. <laughs> but he gets... Um, my, my wife is very keen on this bit because he gets his rock bottom and pins him. Mm. And she says it's like a really sort of exciting match between two people whose finishers don't really work. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, the attitude adjustment is just like being slammed yeah. and the rock bottom is just like being slammed. <laughs> and both of them are... Really, sort of said. I know we could go through all this and go. Yes, well, with the Stone Cold Stunner. I'm sorry, um, but I did sort of think. Well, there's something in that, isn't yeah. there? You know, it's. Um, but yeah, Rock is once he wins, very much stuck on neutral. Um, he <laughs> cannot click out of that. Um, this is this is quite an interesting one, just stats wise. I like this right. one. This is, um, I think, the first ever WrestleMania main event that The Rock actually wins. Oh, so he has lost three straight WrestleMania main events which are always going to be the last match. Mm. So some of the big matches that we think of as main events at WrestleMania, like Hogan versus The Rock or Rock versus Stone Cold at uh, WrestleMania 19, mm. um, we, they are big matches, but they weren't the last match that closed it out. Yeah. So I think this is the first time Rock ever won a WrestleMania main event. Uh. Yeah, interesting. He probably should have won it. WrestleMania 2000, but they gave that to Triple H. Uh, it was a four-way. Yeah. Um, so, look, hey, that's stats. That's so, stats. That's <laughs> stats. So a very special night for one uh, Rocky Dwayne Johnson. After seeing the last three um, WrestleManias, I was not expecting a WrestleMania of this calibre. <sighs> Same here. It's a delight to have him back. I think there's also mm. everyone on the card knows that the world's eyes are on them because of Rock, mm. and then that makes them try all the harder. Yeah. They want to impress the ladies and the gentlemen. Yes. And why not? And let me tell you, just to cap this off as the perfect night, The Rock was allowed to touch one of his girlfriend's breasts. (laughs) (laughs) Not under the T-shirt. No. Over. Over. Only over. Over. And he reported that it was absolutely great. (laughs) (laughs) Terrific, he said. (laughs) It was mint. It was skill. It was terrific. It's like Statham's head. (laughs) Sadly, that was the last time he ever engaged in sexual activity. (laughs) I'm not sure that's true.
We'll be back next time with more wrestling. I imagine wrestling. he's doing it now. He's probably doing it now constantly for crying out loud. If I was The Rock, I would be, my word. Uh, yeah, this, this has been WrestleMe. Uh, WrestleMania at 28. We'll be back with more WrestleMania very, very soon indeed. But if you want to know the background for the old Sam Punk nonsense and a load of stuff uh, beside Over two... to the Patreon. You get a newsletter every month. It's very good. You get an extra show every week about all kinds of things. Uh, and uh, we also chuck in some extra shows every now and again know, as we're well. We're so generous. We, yeah. It's like Patreon, you're like, oh, you have to do this, this is the bare minimum. We say, fuck your bare minimum. Well, honestly, well, I, I, you know... It sounded really I, weird. <laughs> it was the combination of fucking bear made me instantly blow oh, fucking bear. That's <laughs> <laughs> me, Mark. Yes, we'll be was a Stakhanov production. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.